Hello and welcome to episode 140 of Hearty Dice Friends. My name is Grant Howitt and I'm joined as ever by the tallest man in the known universe, Christopher Taylor. Hello. 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 We're just back from Italy. We are. I say just back. We got back five days ago, but I'm still tired. <laughs> and I'm sick. Yes, Chris got con crud, a special Italian brand of con crud. So, you know, yep. it's made from only the freshest... <laughs> Germs. <laughs> the freshest, newest, and most virulent of diseases. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that one. Not that one. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not that one. Um, uh, you, you join us on the day that we leave the EU. Sorry, the, the, it's Brexit day. We prepare to, to, to leave the EU, and um, the coronavirus has just arrived, just in time in the UK. So what a great day! Just a shiny, um, happy day. You can take uh, my permission today to move that sort of low-level general malaise that continually floods around the back of your head about climate change, and and ignore that for the for the time being because you've got two far more pressing issues. <laughs> this is what people really want first thing on a Friday morning, isn't it? Just yeah. like, well, it's over. Yeah, I think also the fact that it's eleven o'clock is, uh, and you just do it as first thing is belying your sleep patterns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's fair. That's very fair. So, uh, I have a general low-lying terror ricocheting around my chest. However, I also have some advice. And I had a lovely time in Italy. We had such a nice time. So good. Everyone was really friendly. The Italians are great. They are pretty cool. The food's good. Oh, my days. The food's amazing. And we got... We got recognised a bunch. We did. It when was we really were there. weird. Not like, not like on the street. We're not that famous yet. Uh, but but we we were at this con. Then it was it'd be about like two hundred people, I think. Maybe a bit more. Yeah. Two two fifty three hundred. And we, as it, as it turns out, we were the con's first ever international guests, which we didn't do on purpose. I just again, I mainly just wanted to go and get a sandwich. <laughs> it was just a really roundabout way to go and get a porchetta sandwich. Yeah, and go and get a really good porchetta sam- porchetta sandwich. Uh, but it, I, I meant I could get it on the get it on the business. Mm. It was a tax write off. It, it was a pretty good wheeze, honestly. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, so uh, we ran some Spire. We ran. Uh, I, I ran a game for some English speakers, and we ran a game for some more English speakers on stream, which you can catch if you're interested in seeing a, an hour and a half long game of Spire. Yeah, we got recognised. People came up to us while we were having a cigarette and like, oh, by the way, guys, really like your work. I'm like, Who the- the fuck are you sure? Us? <laughs> are you confused? Are you yeah? Are you, you're foreign. Are you sure? Are you drunk on all that coffee? <laughs> yeah, haven't quite, couldn't quite keep up with the Italians. No. Um, in 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 terms of coffee, in that they they have their coffee standing up very quickly as a sort of cup of hot drug. It's like a shot drinking a shotgun shell. Mm. Uh, a, a, a fired shotgun shell. Yeah. And it just it just fucking brooms your insides <laughs> it is industrial strength it's like it's like it's like a toddler in a pantry <laughs> smashing around down there in the lower levels it's eating the flour what yeah uh but uh I, so, so I'm, I'm gradually coming back to normal amounts of coffee and maybe sleep who knows yeah yeah but it's time for some advice we've uh we've we've hung up our jet setting boots they sound exciting, don't they? Don't they? It's much, much, much better than the shitty plane we got in. <laughs> we had to fold you up like origami. It was brutal. Man in front put his chair back and I leaned forward and was like, sorry mate, can you not? My friends are mentally tall. <laughs> and then, and then to his credit, later on in the flight, he was like, oh, I'm going to put my chair back anyway. I said, like, do you think he's gotten shorter, motherfucker? <laughs> Do you think it's a height thing and he's condensed? Yeah, as you get as you get higher, your bones compress. It's mm, just how it works. Mm. He was certainly helping. Didn't like him. Anyway, it's time to hang up our jet boots and hang on the every word of our question answers. Question shoes. Nathan asks, mm-hmm. any suggestions for a Valentine's-themed one-shot? Prom. Prom is a fat excuse. 
Yeah, like like like, like an event. Because mm. you can always like you, like something I I, I, I discovered about oh, it was almost about ten years ago now that is if if you make an NPC hot, then that's just they're automatically interesting. People will interact <laughs> with them. Like, 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 oh, there's this really handsome guy. Oh, is there? Oh, wow, I can't wait to hang out and talk to him rather than, oh, there's this guy and he's normal looking and he's got a quest about a magical ring. Fuck off! This dude over there is just just like a four. <laughs> you know, like, he's he's not hideous, but he's not anywhere near good looking. Like five with a shave. Yeah, however, so he maybe... is a genuinely nice person and has the plot. Mm, mm. I'm going to go and talk to this guy who you mentioned offhandedly. I'm gonna go to this orc who's a seven. Mm. I reckon I, I reckon I can bat at that average. <laughs> but the great thing about prom is it gives you a time constraint, and it has a, like 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 what you define dates. But you define dates by next week, and then you have to go and show your dates to each other. At a sort of I've been to a prom once. I don't, yes, you have. I don't, You've been to a proper have. American one. I have. I hired a suit. It came with I hired a suit and it came with a shirt that you simply tucked into the front of the jacket. It was what? it was a false yeah, it was it was it was a false shirt. Oh my god. Because it had it had all it had like all those all that all those roughs and shit. Because there's something yeah. There's something weirdly seventies about American proms. Like they haven't really moved on yet. Right. And so and so the 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 girls all wear these big fancy dresses and they have the corsages on their on their on their wrists. Uh, my girlfriend went and picked up her own corsage because I can't drive, which is which is which is I think really uh, an underlining of all of my sexual relationships. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I hired a suit because I didn't I didn't really have a suit. I was what twenty at the time. I didn't really have a proper suit, and it it came with one of those one of those frilly ruffy like pirate style um, shirts. But we couldn't. I couldn't afford a whole shirt, or it was. It wasn't deemed suitable. <laughs> so it just sort of tucked in over the front of the jacket, which That's you weren't grotesque. allowed to undo. It was really. I had. I had like a like a like a, like a, a stick on bow tie. As you well. must have been so warm. It was, and it, it was this, this, this. This was in Middle America in summer as well. Oh God! So I was very warm, and then they crammed you all into an into an unexciting hotel um, basement uh, dance floor, and they play. They play like pretty hard R and B. It's like motherfucker, I'm in a suit. I I can't I can't dance to this in a suit. This is extreme tonal whiplash. Yeah, huge tonal whiplash. We also went for a very fancy meal, and to give you an idea of the sort of place I went to prom, the uh, the soup offered for us uh, for us at the uh, at the restaurant was cheeseburger chowder. Oh my, that's a soup. Imagine just if you could imagine a combination of words which which sort of bring up the stomach more. Yeah, she's that little taste of yeah. bile. Because oh, it's like, it's, it, it's not like I don't know dog piss. Because dog <laughs> piss isn't supposed to be food. No, no what you, what, All the things you've named there are definitely food. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, yeah, pretty gross. Uh, so we had a prom, and this is this is quite the tangent. Mm. Uh, but. You should have a prom. You should have a magical fantasy prom, uh, and you could you, you could do it with with monster hearts, I guess, if you want someone to die. You should have a, you should have a D and D game about a magical fantasy prom, and there's there's some sort of challenge where the prom's going to where one the prom's going to be destroyed by I don't know skeletons or some shit, and two you've got to find a you've got to find a date for prom, and three the DJ is a really snooty red dragon. Mm-hmm. Who's very, very intent on getting you to listen to his like, I don't know if it's chill, breakbeat, or rap, but it's <laughs> it's it's definitely a conglomeration of those three genres. I call it rappy break chill. And you you've really got to try and swing him around to like some aqua, mm. just anything, some, anything, something fun, yeah, yeah. Well, he's just like writing poetry next to his decks. We had chaperones at prom, so you don't fuck. Thing. So, so you don't dance too enthusiastically. So there's no grinding going on. Oh, do they come at? Do they come at you with a ruler and just like, oh no? I did. I uh, like they just they just sort of. Well, I mean, you got you got to leave space for the Holy Spirit, right? You got to leave space for Jesus to get in there and get real nasty on both of you. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's that's why I want to keep the Holy Spirit next to my junk. 
I want to keep the Holy Spirit next to my junk and happy, if you know what I mean. Wink. Wink. However, yeah, he uh, they, 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 they just sort of come along and be like, hmm, hmm. Uh, the students who were getting a bit too horny with it. But, <laughs> Wanking yeah, on the dance floor. I'm pretty sure I got patted down when I came in as well, in case I had any booze on me. You look the type. Well, I'm, well, I'm 20 and from the UK, so I've been drinking for about for about 10 years at this point. Yeah, it's true. I was unusually sober. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was curious. Um, what about yeah, vampire hunting, speed dating? Go on. So it's like a like a one on one game. I know you hate them, but it's the only way I can think of doing this. Mm-hmm. And you are part of a vampire hunting association, and you mm-hmm. know that there's a vampire killing people in an area, mm-hmm. and you've traced how they find targets to the fact that they go on speed dating things. Ah. And you've got to try and speed date your way to finding out and which one's the vampire and then murdering them. I kind of like the idea, because there's it's, it's something like werewolf in this, in yeah. that you've got presumably a bunch of villagers, or just people who want to go on a date, but very quickly. I mean, I was just thinking, like, Delta Green, like, you know, now, modern. Sure, but werewolf in terms of, uh, in terms of hidden roles... Because sure. okay, because yeah. most people are normal, and then you've got um, vampire hunters, and you've got vampires, and the vampire hunters, the vampires are looking for each other's clues, and you have to try and hunt each other down. But also, maybe you have a nice kiss. <laughs> yeah, like it, there's there's twenty suspects. Mm-hmm. One of them is a vampire. Two of them are mm-hmm. other vampire hunters. Mm-hmm. One is very confused at how, uh, how they got here, mm. and one's a ghost. <laughs> oh. And like and like and like they 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 have to like not pick up cups or anything. <laughs> yeah. And they or like they they have a GM like hover the cup next to them. <laughs> I I I'm interested because I remember I was uh, a, a a mate of mine I was talking about uh, something which happened to him years ago at a LARP, which is he got he got honey trapped. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, so it was a LARP which had uh, you, you you could rob from each other and kill each other it had PVP. Sure. Uh, which for me sounds just awful. But this girl chatted him up at the bar, at the end of the tent or what have you. Whatever <laughs> passes for a bar in these places. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a, partic- a particularly moist divot in a field. I don't know what these <laughs> fucking Elfia wearers do. And and she was like, why don't you come back to my place, handsome? And he was like, oh, great. That's brilliant. Because being the sort of guy who goes to a laugh, I barely have sex at all. <laughs> and, and, um, and... She took him back to the woods, and all of her mates jumped him and robbed him, <laughs> and never had sex at all. That and must have been like slightly crushing. I that that to me, I think, is monumentally crushing. Like, I'm str- I'm struggling to imagine a thing which could happen that like which wasn't direct harm to me, where I could yeah. feel worse. You know, just like oh, I thought I was in there, but you just wanted my sword. <laughs> Wait, but. Wait, oh yeah. But that, but for vampire hunting speed dates. Yes. And we need to have a really clever name for it. Oh, we're not good at clever names, Grant. Um, suck on this. <laughs> because vampires, mm-hmm. and you can say suck on this when you pull out the gun, and also oral sex. Mm. It's very clever, works on three levels. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, any other ideas? Not really. Uh, I wrote a game called Spin the Bottle, which I really hope has never been played. <laughs> but um, but you it does get contravene to... several laws. Not really, but it's uh, it's it's like the spin the bottle is the mechanic, and it's it's about sort of like 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 do you you you're at a party and you and you get to say like hey I'm really going in for this kiss and I enjoy it or I don't really like this kiss and I don't really like it and it's sort of hidden from the other player and then you sort of discuss that but nothing like there's no hit points on magic swords it's not a real game. <laughs> Not even an RPG at that point, oh my god. Not really, no. Alright, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So JP sent this one in. Um, and it's a question from Reddit. Uh, posted by Yellow Ninja 7 How can I incorporate my pogs into our D&D game? I found a bag of pogs today at Goodwill and bought them to my D&D game tonight to show my friends. Now I already had crazy bones in my backpack. Because <laughs> my group <laughs> uses my old crazy bones collection instead of figures when in combat. Now I kind of want to figure out how to incorporate my pogs. I love the way that he he bought them to date at Goodwill and he's already referring to them as my pogs. <laughs> so yeah, pogs, Christopher. You you're you're a pogsman. I was I was a heavy pogist back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to play for keeps mm. with the high rollers. 
<laughs> they'd, uh, they'd 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 uh, pull back the velvet rope and let you into the uh, to the VIP area of the playground behind the bike sheds. Exactly. Yeah. Just like toss the bouncer a pog and just walk in. <laughs> you know. So Mr. Cool. Taylor. And like, Just a and like you're, you're you're eight years old and short, and the bouncer's full size, wearing <laughs> wearing a suit. He's, a, he's 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 like he's like a seventies um, mafia Vegas bouncer. Yes, just mm. cornering off part of the playground, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then like, like refusing teachers when they come in. Oh, I'm terribly <laughs> sorry. Your name's not on the list. <laughs> how do you? Uh, how about you go on the road? Or maybe they have some more your speed. <laughs> Like the teachers' lounge. Yeah, see, they were playing with uh, go go's down there. Maybe, uh, maybe you could do that with the yo yos. Go go's. What's a go go? Go go's, crazy bones. Oh, okay. You throw them, they land. They're called go go's. I did not know they were called go go's. After the dancers, I presume. <laughs> Those ever famous children's toys, the flappers. Mm-hmm. So, you've got a bag of pogs. How are we gonna? How are we gonna roll them into our go? Uh, should we have this D&D? Or maybe something a little bit... Well, I'm, what I'm thinking is that the world is very much like the Pokemon world. Mm-hmm. And instead of battling monsters, you battle Pogs, which is the only <laughs> currency. You drag them around on a lead when they're out of their Pog-ball. <laughs> Pog-ball. Pog-ball? That's awful. Well, you used to get a tube, didn't you? you get, yeah. Like a fun, yeah. Yeah, you used to come in a tube with your keenie. Mm-hmm. Gotta have your keenie. Did you have I rules think... on keenies? We had very strict uh, rules on keenies. No, it was it, we didn't really. It wasn't really popular enough to do that. You were, you, were, you were supposed to have metal ones, weren't you? Ah oh, no, we 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 had to run smooth edge plastics. Uh, okay, I'm pretty sure we had metal ones. Because you get too much grip with a rough edge, and the metals just they can hurt. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Although, like when when the shit hits the fan, you want a solid metal keen that you can defend yourself with as you <laughs> shoot your way out of the <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, nothing hurts as much as me taking all your pogs, but, you know. That's, that, that's very much getting robbed in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, Chris finally wanted to be my friend. Oh, no. He's just taking he, all my pogs. He wanted to clean me out of my, of my discs. But yeah, so you, you and a goblin in a dungeon mm-hmm. somewhere right. battle. And then mm-hmm. when the when you beat the, the goblin at Pogs, mm-hmm. it dies because it can't afford food. Can you briefly remind me of the rules for Pogs? Because uh, what I remember is that you build a stack and throw them. Yeah, so they'll, e- they'll... equal numbers of Pogs from, every, from each right. player go into a pile. Okay. Like face Generally up, face like, down, shuffled? Face up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you probably want to shuffle it, otherwise you can do some actually fairly cunning stuff where you just flip their Pogs and not yours. Mm-hmm. And right. get them to... And never mind, it gets involved. Right, so are they trying to land face up or face down? Face down. And, and you win them if they're face down? They, you win the ones that are face down. Right. This seems fairly arbitrary. It's, it, it is, but there's also an immense amount of skill in it, whereby the, like, the optimum way to do it is to, get, is to flip half the stack straight over mm-hmm. and leave your pogs where they are. Right, because then they stay in for the next round, and you have to buy in again. Mm, okay, I I didn't know you were that wealthy growing up. I, mate, I was I was pog rich. Pog, so you, you were you were just pog hustling. Yeah, yeah. I, I I cleaned out a lot of rubes for their pogs. I think that there's that there's something fun in the in the the um the stacking and the flipping, and I think that. What you could do is have a uh, you build a deck, right? And so you've got themed pogs per character and per enemy. So you've got a load of goblin pogs, which are green and have goblins drawn on them. You've got um, you've got ranger pogs and shit, or what have you. And then you pick the point man, who would always be you in the game because you're best at pogs. And the, <laughs> and 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 like and like the point man um, describes a really cool like like special ability they use. Then throw the pog, and that resolves an entire like round of combat for everyone. Okay. And then, like, and then, like, the GM gets to throw it as well, and, and maybe like, there's certain special rules you can. Now, this. Okay, how about we simplify it down a little bit? What if whoever you're playing... can eat the most? <laughs> yeah, old school rules. Mm-hmm. What if you're playing like a horror game, something like Fear okay. Itself, where you're just a normal person versus slasher villain, mm-hmm. and every time you get a point of fear ticking up, that's a pog in the pile. Mm. And then when like a big shock, like seeing the 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 villain, happens, yeah, the GM gets to smack your 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 pog tower, smack your stack, 
smacky stack. And however many he flips is like shock damage. Alright, okay. So so the more the like the higher the stack, the more chance you've got of taking so it's it's kinda like um the gate dread. Kind of, yeah. But like you, but you but build you're it. building it and like it could be that one person has been very very careful and has only got one pog in the pile. Mm. Whereas somebody could have thirty pogs in the pile. And they're they're very likely to get hurt. They're very likely to take a a, a, a larger quantity of shock damage. I think I think like you, you could also you could have like like special symbols on like 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 there's a uh, the the investigator um, can the first time they get hit they put in a symbol with an eye on it and then if that flips over rather than getting hurt they they they, they get to learn something about about the monster. Yeah, actually that's quite good because because don't forget pogs are double sided. Mm-hmm. So you can have I, a positive. I, how could I forget, Chris? <laughs> And you can have you can have a positive or a negative effect mm. on either side. Yeah. So it's just how they land. Yeah, which is broadly random. It's broadly it's random. Like but... if they're if they're shuffled, then you, like you're just unseating the ones on top, right? Well, it depends how it depends how the flip goes, you know. Mm. Like I, it, it's not like you. It's not possible to interact with the ones underneath the ones on top without no. interacting with the ones. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to work out because again, you know, twenty. Five years ago was the last time I played Pogs, and my, my, my wrist action is, is is loose. I'm still not sure about what's going on. So I need, I I do like the idea of having a big bag of counters, which is my character. Yeah, and There's and the idea is that, that. that you can lose those and change what's in the count, what's what the counters represent. What's at stake? Yeah, yeah, and hmm. like turning shock into fury or something mm. like the barbarian type. Mm-hmm. Can maybe put some in where if this this is revealed, it does X mm. and things like that. I actually think and that could be quite good. I really and like you could call it like jump scare the RPG, and every time you throw the kini, that's a jump scare. Yeah, <laughs> especially with a big metal one, which makes a god awful noise. It's just, it's just a pan lid that you've snuck in. <laughs> it's, it's a car pan. Clang. <laughs> Oh, it looks like the werewolf eats you. Right, I'm going on break. <laughs> looks like your table's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all used to play on the floor. Yeah, play on the floor. Oh, I love the idea of, of, of playing on the table, like a quite expensive table. <laughs> <laughs> One with a little bit of spring to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a wrestling board. Yeah. Uh, Christopher, ask me a question. We've solved this pod problem. It's I think we have. I think we have. It's elegant and delicious. Um, Actually, sorry. Before you go on, is there a quick way to easily make your own pogs? Or yeah, mate. They're just them? they're circles of cardboard. I remember them being sort of thick. I guess you yeah, get a thick cardboard, punch it out, and then draw on it. Yeah, that sounds kind of fun, actually. I mean, some of us during our hustling days had a pog mm-hmm. maker. Sorry, sorry. Not only were you hustling, but you were you were a forger. <laughs> I was counterfeiting pogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, mate, got one of them. Uh, got one of them black lotuses over here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you you didn't get the exact picture, obviously, because right. you wouldn't have been able to replicate the hologram. But mm-hmm. you, it's just like it's like you know those badge presses. Mm-hmm. I know like, ones. Yeah, it's like half of one of those <laughs> for the same price. <laughs> you you just push it down, twist, and it sticks everything together. And I think I think you and I should retreat to a mountain getaway. Um, taking yes. on, taking only as much mescaline as we can carry. Okay, uh, hunting off the land and die in the woods. No, I think that I think that we, that, we, that we should go and write this pod game and then refuse to release it and only play it at cons. And people have to kind of intuit what the rules are. <laughs> yes, but it tours with us. <laughs> yes, there is there is no document. Take that, Monty Cook. <laughs> You want you want exclusivity? You want you want you want inscrutability? We don't even know how this game's played. <laughs> Find me at a con and you best have pogs. <laughs> We're gonna get this shit done for Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure everybody brings their pogs to Gen Con. Mate, if you're gonna find some at any point. <laughs> if anybody's gonna bring their pogs to something, anything. they're gonna yeah. bring their pogs to this. That's like I didn't look at the stalls that hard. There's probably three different resellers of pogs on site. I wouldn't doubt it. There was magic cards things where you could just take your magic cards and they'd value them for you, and then buy them off you. Mm. And there were genuinely people funding their entire Gen Con trip just cash. by handing in magic cards. Like they like they were taking thousands in cash. 
Yeah. Which, uh, Gen-, Gen Con is strange. I'm looking forward to really siphoning some of the money off those big nerds. Yeah, yeah. Just really just skimming it off the top and bottom. Just, well, I'm, I'm going in with a hoover. I want the pile and a shovel. <laughs> right, ask me a question. That was a horrible noise. Ask me a question, Never please. do that again. Owen I shan't. asks, could an RPG book consist of nothing but pictures and still be playable? This is a design challenge for Grant and Chris. Well, so my least popular RPG, Adventure <laughs> Dice, um, is is almost word free. It's like, word scant, certainly. It's word scant, and like it's it mainly works with symbols. There's no numbers either. Um, but I think I think you could do something. I think that like RPGs are loose enough that you can that you, you can sort of interpret things. Like there's, there's a level of interpretation that's always present. Yeah, and I mean, it depends how complicated the game is. Like, if it's just... If, if it's like the core... Shudderun. <laughs> if it's the core free league game, which is roll a pool of dice, get sixes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you just have, like, a picture of the dice, and you cross out a load of them, and then have a thumbs up next to the six. Mm-hmm. And, like, you might show an adventurer succeeding mm. or failing on that sort of thing. But I think I'd want it much more vague than that. Like, mm. I think I want, like, those wiki how images yeah maybe we can tie this into our pod game maybe but the wiki how pictures without text i i i love the idea of an rpg made solely from wiki how pictures already existing ones you can create no new ones we're allowed we're, we're allowed pictures of dice mm-hmm. and we're allowed wiki how pictures and a title no no that's that's cowardly sorry i'm sorry there's no title no it'll, no, it'll, it'll it end up being unnameable. called the wiki how game yeah so yeah, I actually think you could do it. I think you could do it either in a silly way or in a very serious way is the wrong way, but like a concerted effort sort of way. Yeah, I think so. I think like the challenge you'd get is that a lot of people get angry um, when uh, when you when you have woolly rules. I I will say by the way, um, we got interviewed for the Red Dragon Inn podcast <laughs> in Italy um, by lovely chap. What was his name? Andrea Luca. Andrea Luca, really nice chap. Just an um, enormous Viking of an Italian. Yeah, yeah, just like like like, like a big red-headed, red-bearded man who was somehow Italian. Astonishing. And he he had my favourite interview question that I've been asked, which was which is like like some of your detractors on the internet say the old rules are woolly and unplaytested. What do you have to say about this? I'm like, yeah, 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 motherfucker. How did you realise? Yeah. yeah, come at us, but. That was that was such a, that was such a lovely um, such a lovely question to have in an interview. Being like, I don't think this, but some people do. Can you just can you just lay the smackdown on them, please? <laughs> Could you just poop on these people for a bit? Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, was. So the rules would be very woolly. You couldn't have things like radiuses. You couldn't have. Um, well, I guess maybe. You, you, oh. Yeah, you just need a picture of somebody like pointing at their feet and somebody pointing at like the Eiffel Tower. Mm. That's near and far. God, you could do this, couldn't you? You could absolutely do this. That's interesting. I think I do want dice. I do want pictures. I, I, I want. I want a dice mechanic that I, I can do things with. But yeah, I reckon you could sort this out. And yeah. like, honestly, using pictures that you draw on yourself is too easy. Yeah. Yeah, because like, you can got, just draw the rules, you know. Yeah, you, you can just draw it like this. It's got to be wiki how, and I have like we're allowed as many wiki how pictures as we want. But no pictures from buffing. anywhere else. Absolutely not, no. Um, and also, uh, are they allowed to function in sequence? Can you, you have mean? them? Like, can you post them in the picture they were posted on WikiHow, or, or is, is that also because that that implies a cause and effect, which might be considered easy? <laughs> no, you can use as many pictures as you want, as long as they fully explain what you're after. Mm. Okay, cool. I think this that like this is either going to be two pages or nine hundred pages. <laughs> I reckon we could get something solid out of thirty. I think so, actually, yeah. I reckon we can do that. Um, the interesting thing, the character sheet mm-hmm. traditionally has words on. Nope, just pictures. Yeah. From so, WikiHow. I think what I'd like to do is it's it's so 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 they're they're hand drawn pictures, but it's it's much more of a sort of complete this drawing. <laughs> well, don't forget, like you can just draw in like somebody flexing for the strength mm-hmm. stat, and then. Players can write in five, if they think that yeah. that's what that is for. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Are we allowed numbers? Well, we're not allowed numbers, unless they show up in the wiki how. Like, we're allowed pictures of 
dice. Yeah. Okay, so, th- so there's numbers on those, but we can't we can't externally reference numbers. But also, we don't get to pick which way around the dice are, right? Like, yeah, we do. No, we don't, because they've drawn the pictures already of the dice. Oh right, sorry. I figured that. Um, I figured that like we we were allowed to, we're allowed to have like pictures of dice showing from one to six and as many of those as we wanted. Nope. Oh, that, no, is, that is a challenge. There are dice on WikiHow. You just crop them. I have to find existing images of. Okay, that's it's, it's gotten a lot harder, but I'm I'm interested to see. Like, I think that ma- making it playable is the challenge there. Ah, now that was not a stipulation in the question. Chris, if a game can't be played, it's not a game. Actually, that is, that is, is something. Is, that's something which you've said, and I've disagreed with you in the past. It is also strictly, explicitly said in the question. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Could an RPG book consist of nothing but pictures and still be playable? Yeah, because it's not playable. That's just a bad RPG. It's just a load of pictures. It's a comic book. Yeah, it's an RPG, mate. Buy it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's one of them zero-player games, innit? I still think those are good. Yep. Yep. Should we move on to the second part of the uh, the old podcast? Well, as long as you make an amusing noise so I know where to put the jingle. Uh, That's the one. Did you ever want a game to exist? But not enough to make it yourself. Grant and Chris make games. Bob is only Bob writes in. I don't have a title for it, but a game in which the players attempt to run and operate an extremely haunted slash cursed theme park or carnival as though it is not haunted. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go haunted theme park rather than cursed carnival that's fair Mm -hmm. so you've got ghosts unreal obviously everyone knows ghosts unreal except they are in this theme park (laughs) (laughs) so the initial one is like we'll make it spooky fine cool and what's spookier than something than a bunch of um children being murdered by a specter nothing but it's not good for business What's so, worse than that? Accounting. And that's what you're going to be doing a lot of. Maybe the ghosts could help. Maybe. No. No, the ghosts, the, the ghosts can't help unless, unless you abjure them. So initially, what you've got, you've got one of these sort of sideline, like, 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 like a sort of motorway service station that's gotten out of hand. You know that sort of theme park? Yeah. And there's like, there's probably sheep racing. <laughs> Um, in in England, we have sheep racing and uh, farm shops, and in America, you tend to have the world's largest something. Yes, that is true. Yeah, like one of the big things down my way was terrier racing, mm. which is really? which is hilarious. Yeah, they're not very fast. I suppose they're quite nippy, but they're not ah, like no, greyhound see, fast. This, crucially, they're quite small, mm, and that means funny. that you can fit a terrier racing track into mm. your standard steam festival. Mm. Of course, steam festivals. That's the other thing. Right. We, we didn't get those in the north. We had animals rather than steam. It, yeah. hadn't, it hadn't reached us yet. <laughs> yes, no, we were very big on steam. Those organs that go... And, like, I guess a, a road roller, like the heavy weight flattened things, but made out of steam. Oh, it was weird. But anyway, mm. terrier racing track. Mm-hmm. It's like a 30-foot track, about five mm-hmm. foot wide, with a load of hay bales put mm-hmm. in, like, hurdles. But the hurdles are, like, five, six feet tall, so the dogs right, can't yeah. get over them. Oh, okay. However, you leave little gaps. Ah, terrier holes. Terrier holes. Because terriers go down rabbit holes. Yeah. And you leave little tiny gaps. Yeah, and the terriers like have rabbit. to wriggle their way through. Okay, that's pretty cool, actually. It's amazing. Because they're sort of, they'd be hopping over each other as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, like, they're all trying to get through the same hole at once, and they're that's terriers. That is that is that is a good show. It's a good day, racing, which they're not really into. They're not really no, racing. You have to scare them like to death. Oh yeah, like there's there's, there's, there's a guy. There's, like, they have a starting pistol, and then he carries on like shooting the feet. <laughs> Just consistent dance, dance, dance. <laughs> so you start off with one of these poxy little sideline um, amusement fairs. Right, mm-hmm. and you've got like you've got a uh, you've got a Wurlitzer, you've got a merry-go-round, you've got maybe a teacup ride, uh, dodgems, that grade of thing. Like like the like the um, the the low-level amusements. Sure, maybe an arcade, Tuckney Falls. You know how it works. So you've also got ghosts. Right. Um, it was uh, you. The, the only place you could get is an old deconsecrated church with a massive plague burial ground underneath. And 
hungry spectres rise up. Um, you've got things so so like you've got initially like you've got things that like things go missing, or you've got um, poltergeist activity, or you've got uh, you know cold patches all the way up to like full spectral manifestations, Ghostbusters, etc. Mm-hmm, right. And your challenge is to run a successful theme park. So you've got the whole theme park bit. You've got a spooky theme bit. So you can so so, so like you, you can sort of bring it in. And if you make it spooky themed, then you've got one instant bump around Halloween, and two, your ghosts naturally feed into the plot of the of the theme park. So yeah. you know, the story of the theme park. But you also need to start combating these ghosts, otherwise they're just going to eat everyone or scare them away. So you've got a priest tree. <laughs> right, not a tree so you, where you, you grow, grow this priest this priest tree, and you've that scares the ghosts. You've misunderstood. It's it's a tech tree, but for priests. Sure. So you're research, you're researching for like exorcisms, um, faith based problems. You maybe got like hard science. You can start doing, and you well soft science because it's ghost detecting. And Salt and got, brick dust doorways, that sort of thing. You've got well, you've got uh, you've got like those radios that you turn up. You can hear ghosts going wugga wugga. Um, you've got special infrared goggles, which you can see ghosts with. And so it's it's a ghost-busting game, um, but also a theme park game. And the more you expand the theme park, the more and more cursed ground you uncover in kind of a darkest dungeon way. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I like that, but I think we need, to, we need to focus it down a little bit. Really? Okay. So you've just inherited from your great-granduncle mm-hmm. a theme park. Okay. Now, this theme park has a bad reputation for being A, shit, and B, haunted. Right, it's not what you want, is it? No. Mm-hmm. And what you've got to do is you've got... This is your only source of income now. You've it, really it's got, like Stardew Valley. Yeah, you've really got mm-hmm. to turn this around. Mm-hmm. So you so, so you invest a little money into it, you know, you get a lick of paint on it, and then mm-hmm. people start coming back in. But oh no, they're getting scared away by ghosts. Ah. Oh. So what you've got to do now is, while managing the the theme park at like a at a football manager level, okay, like it's abstracted, you know, or oh, we're going to so put not like here. not like a, not like a um like a like a sim park level, but it's more like you're you're looking at you're looking at accounting rather than placing the dodgems. Yes, yeah, I mean you can place dodgems if you want. Yeah, I think placing dodgems is one of the fun yeah, parts. That's fair. Actually. Okay, go on. Yeah, as, as well as on a macro level, you've also got to try and befriend the ghosts. And the different ah, factions of ghosts, because they're free labour, because they can't leave. And also, you can use them in the haunted house areas to, to scare people up and really get a reputation for being haunted and that being a good thing. You could get them to push the uh, push the roller coaster around to save money. Yeah, like you don't turn on the electricity for one day, but a lot yeah. all of your ghosts to it, so they just make it go. It's silent as well. That's, well, I mean, it goes woo, I suppose. <laughs> Potentially. Or like, there's, and there's like chain noises. I like the idea of like befriending befriending the ghosts and the fact that there's like factions that hate you and want you off their land. So they're they're more like umpalumpers, kind of in a way, but they're sort of native. I've got to presume. Did the umpalumpers come to the factory? Do you think? Did Willie get those from somewhere? No, he explicitly went to another country and took them. Jesus. Yeah. Can they leave? I guess you never see them anywhere else. Well, you couldn't. Mm. They're invisible outside the factory. You see. Oh, okay, cool. I don't know if that's true, but I have no. to assume. Mm. Or maybe they're just like behind um, low objects. Well, you can't see them. I so the idea of befriending the ghosts is charming, but I am not really into the factions thing. I want I want these ghosts to be almost almost like a naturally occurring problem. Okay, like right. which you, which you have to overcome, rather than I'm going to make friends with this particular ghost or I'm going to put this particular ghost to rest. I could. I feel that would be abstracted into you get ghost hunters and then and, and it would be like fifteen fetters discovered. <laughs> so yeah, that that's my pitch. I I think I, th- I think we can get somewhere good with that. I'm intrigued. What have you got this week? Uh, so mine is from uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Levin Acre Acre. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Death poetry slam wrestling. <laughs> so this is this is similar to Death Jam wrestling yes mm-hmm. yes but i i like to think that this is um i can't think of the word now word mancers okay so the, it's the it's the the rhymes of the poetry mm-hmm. and, or and, the not rhymes or the not rhymes and the beat mm-hmm. and whatnot that mm-hmm. actually does attacks can we get full microphone support so you actually have to do the slam poems absolutely mm-hmm 
Well, you would need so microphones. Is. You'd be yelling at each other across the table, potentially. But um, that's how you, like, you need to do a lyrical battle to do a, a full Nelson choke slam. So it's a... Okay, so have you seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? No. Then I came up with this idea myself. Okay. You have a thing called a stand, which right. is kind of a kind of a, a semi-real um, character who you control and who fights for you through magic. Sure. Right? I think you sort of summon them. Um, your stand is a famous poet. Now, I don't know any poets. Sylvia Plath? Yeah, she's a poet. <laughs> she did that, didn't she? Sylvia yep. Plath. Famous sad sack. Sylvia versus Plath. Robert Frost. There you go, the other poet that we know. Um, versus Robert Frost. Um, so you are you have you have the uh, the spirits of powerful ancient poets who are who are doing these sort of massive, um, like mountain moving magical battles on each other, like 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 imagine sorcerer kings level yeah. of combat, um, but you're powering it through poetry, and so you ha- and, and and so and so you each have a microphone plugged into your Xbox, and it much like Rock Band d- determines whether you're laying down the right. Beats in slam poetry, up a tree, trying to see the horizons. Oh my god, I hate slam poetry. Okay, I think, listen, I'm sorry about what I did there. That isn't really what slam poetry sounds like, but it is a bit what slam poetry sounds like. Quite a bit. It's a little bit. Apparently they uh, they click their fingers When when you like something someone said. You click your fingers rather than clap. Oh, it's like like hitting a skateboard on the ground, with when skateboarding. What? That's that's the skate the skateboarding form of clapping. Oh, you you pick up and put down your skateboard. You smash your skateboard into the concrete. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how it works. Don't lie. It literally is. Doesn't you, that break the skateboard? You just bang it. And like you're not trying to destroy it. You just bang it on the floor. Like, oh, bang, smash bang, 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 the bang. word smash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. You you snap your property in half if somebody's done some good stuff. I mean, if it was very good. Mm, potentially. Well, or very no bad. one needs to skate ever again. <laughs> We're done. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think, I think I've maybe taken this away from you, and I'm sorry. I think I maybe get a bit high concept with it. It's a rap battle game. Mm-hmm. You're wrestling. Rather than, and rather than doing um, like normal controller inputs, you're doing poetry. Yes, but like when, when we say wrestling, I mean like... You're throwing Mount Olympus at people. Like, it's, okay. it's huge scale. Big. And you are Robert Frost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who just, like, summons enormous trudging armies that don't shoot. They just walk somewhere. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And like, you Maybe. have like, you pick your character and you have to use the, the imagery from their poetry mm. so as, like, as weapons. Like Robert Frost could summon some some woods on a snowy evening, and he'd draw people in to try and kill themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually super effective against Sylvia Plath. <laughs> Weirdly so. Yeah. Bit soon. Maybe a bit soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's too soon yeah. after Sylvia Plath's death. Well, I mean, she did. Yeah. Okay. I think if we or our listeners knew about poets, this would be great. We do know about poets. I know more about the Space Marine Primarchs. I mean, that's fair. That's something you use poets. every day. I mean, yeah, I mean, just in my day to day, just want to pop down the shops. Uh, you're aware of Shakespeare, I presume. Yes, I guess he was a poet. That's true, right? Maya Angelou, Bell Hooks. Don't know who that is. You're making that one up. I don't think so. Hang on, isn't Maya Angelou the actress? That's Maya Rudolph. Oh yeah. Oh well. Fuck. God, Chris, I've got a degree in this. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have thought it, but apparently so. Hmm. Um. Okay. So we've got poetry and like, how's it? I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I. I. I was at a New Year's Eve party recently. It's a, it does have a connection to the to the thing. Don't worry. <laughs> I was at, so I was great, was and a, I want to tell uh, you about that. Yeah, I went there. I barely got in a fight with anyone. I was at a New Year's Eve party, and they bought out Just Dance mm-hmm. uh, on the Switch, and I, uh, for some reason, I wasn't drunk enough, but I decided I'd have a go anyway, and sort of like sort of played along and it was somewhere between boring and excruciating having yeah. to do it. it it wasn't like rock band like rock band you push the button and strum the thing or you hit the drum or like it's got a very clear image of like of of of, of, of what pitch your voice has to be at yeah and there's like there's feedback 
it's uh, what I have to do is understandable. Yeah. Whereas on just dance, it's you can't really. There's just a series of actions that you have to make, and I'm not entirely sure how much the Switch knows. <laughs> well, you it's, can probably it, play it like like old school Wii Tennis, where you just move the the controller a millimeter, and it's mm, the same thing. I'm sure you can because like it's all it's tracking is my hand. Yeah. It's not track like it. It doesn't know what my left hand's doing over here. That, that, it doesn't. That could be anything. It doesn't track how your hips currently be. Yeah, unless unless you like unless you rigged up a full sort of Shakira suit, covered in Joy Cons. <laughs> oh, just, just just imagine it. Imagine, imagine the HD rumble on that moving you along the ground <laughs> it's like a gunshot. Like, they all trigger. It's like Psycho Mantis. You start hovering off. The- <laughs> it just takes you straight off your feet. Just shoot off into the stratosphere like Poochie. <laughs> just immediately dead. Well, <laughs> they all rumble like out, then in at the same time, and you just get compressed. Police baffled. The coroner thinks it might be poison, but can't find any. <laughs> it vibrated all of his blood elsewhere. <laughs> all these, all these contusions and broken bones. Poison. My point with just dance yes. was, it is, it is horrible to have to perform in front of your friends mm-hmm. in this way and I worry that performing poetry which I myself have written in front of my friends is how I die okay um, can I you don't... imagine performing slam poetry seriously in front absolutely of not um, See? however uh, as a counter argument mm-hmm. you, you, we do currently sell a game about competitive haikus so those you those you get to write down and you only write one one line at a time I'm just you're not you're not supposed to actually play it. I'm just saying. You just, just, just send me the money. <laughs> don't look at the book. Don't, don't read the book. It's a completeness uh, thing. Yes, I, that's the thing. I think, I think writing haikus about what's going on is very structured. No, I understand. You, you know, as opposed to trying to come up with a rap battle about Robert Frost. It's not about Robert Frost. It's by Robert Frost. Right. Stopping by words. <laughs> On a snowy evening. <laughs> Trudged 20,000. All sad. Yeah, that. Isn't it sad when your child dies? <laughs> Was that a question mark? Who knows? Who knows? Like, I think it could work. And also, I, th- I I think it's one of those games that doesn't necessarily need to be played ever. Oh, I see. So, like, 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 like a lot of mine. Yeah, it's just art. And it's, it makes you think. Right, Probably. I don't like I don't like being made to think. No, that's why we're not going to play it. We're just going to sell it to no. Rubes who do. Rubes. Okay, I think I think that I'm I'm really feeling my game more than yours. I can't even remember your game. It's so dull. It's the, it's the ghost theme park one. Oh yeah, that's just a really good idea. <laughs> no, it was it was a really good idea. Listen, listen, I I'd, I'd, I'd like to give you another shot. <sighs> Fine. You can like let's let's. Let's see what we can put out. Let's see if we can find another banger. Okay, okay. Pete Smith suggests Sidekick mm-hmm. Interview Quest. Solid. Now, I want to change this slightly from Sidekick because Sidekick is traditionally the purview of your superheroes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not great at superheroes. Mm. So I'm going to change this to Hireling Interview Quest. How about Goon? Goon, if he's doing a criminal game. And any, any subordinate non-player okay. character that's part of your right, party. Yeah. I'd, I'd like the idea of Hyling as, as like someone who's carrying the torch. or uh... Carrying the torch. Like they've got a sword. They don't really mm. know how to use it properly. Like they can stab. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, and you've got to try and interview a, a range of prospective Hyling's mm-hmm. to find out what they're actually about. Oh, I see. So some of them are just going to be idiots. Mm. Like, yeah, I think I think it's always been my dream to follow someone better than me into a deadly location, um, carry a lot of heavy gold to, to make myself slower, and mm-hmm. be the only point of light in a dark room filled with monsters. Yeah, to not have the uh, to not get to see much of that gold when I get it out. Yeah, maybe two percent. Mm. Um, and then you've got the the people who are actually the big bad evil guy. Mm just trying to insinuate himself into the party. And you can tell because he's got like an enormous cape and collar on, dripping in gold already. That big moustache and goatee. 
in Hello. Hat. I'm interested in getting on the bottom level. <laughs> Just really want to kickstart my new career. Do you have any entry-level <laughs> openings? Um, you've got some people that are just arsonists. Like they mm-hmm. just they just want the job, but happen to also be arsonists. Okay, and like this could be a double-edged sword. Might set fire to all our stuff. Mm-hmm. Might, Might light a lot of enemies on fire. One guy who's clearly just two rust monsters in a trench coat. Yep, he's just <laughs> pass me your gold. <laughs> what? I guess, the, I guess the gold's safe. <laughs> Yes, yes, and that magical sword. The sword looks very heavy. Can I hold it for a little while, just for fun? Oh, is that untempered steel? Pass it to us, me. I'm going to put it in my belly, (laughs) where it'll be safe. Yeah, yeah, safe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Good idea, (laughs) Daryl. Like, one of them is just a, a gelatinous cube. It's got a little helmet at a jaunty angle. Yeah, but like in it, just a little bit. And it says nothing. <laughs> okay, okay, new idea. Dungeon hireling quest, except all the hirelings are monsters in disguise. <laughs> and you've got to try and figure out, A, if they'd be a good hireling to actually hire. Mm-hmm. And B, what sort of monster are they? So, like, so you've got, so like the, gelatinous, the gelatinous cube, probably pretty easy because it's a five foot cube. Yep. However, it has got a beard on. And you could do it as a text-based adventure. And, like, and, and so, like, like you start picking through the clues, and you're like, then you realise he's, he's actually just been hiding behind a, a, a corner for a while, and he's just letting this cube. But you have, like, let's assume they're all they're all just, like, hirelings, but they're having to pretend that they're they're just normal, they're normal adventurers, humanoid people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they want to help, but they keep getting things wrong. And maybe, like, the rest monsters, well, maybe, maybe just eat a little bit of a sword. I'm only going to eat the middle bit. No, that's an important part, Ross Monster. I've just eaten the bits that go sideways off of the handle. Okay, that's fine, I guess. And and made like, you a and, katana. And, and <laughs> now you're cooler. I made you a gladius, like in Rome. You remember from the film? And you've got uh, and like and like the gelatinous the gelatinous monster will occasionally just like absorb the other hirelings, and there'll be a skeleton, and it's like tr- and it's like it's trying to hide it, but it's transparent. Yeah, and like, but and like, I like the idea that the gelatinous cube is genuinely trying to be the best. They're all they're all trying to do their best. Yeah, like everybody's really best. struggling, yeah. but they're they're fallible, you know. They're like there's there's there's, there's humanity to these mm. monsters. And got <laughs> you, you, you hire an owlbear, and occasionally it just screeches off into the darkness, and you hear the clink of coin, and it comes back with an arm. Yeah, oh, like it's he's... found it's found the treasure trove, killed the guardian, and bought you the important bit. Oh, Gavin's in one of his moods again. <laughs> they all, no, they all you have really bash him on names. the nose with the arm. And they have, and like they all wear. Uh, like we can all imagine what a hireling's helmet looks like. Yep, it's, that's how it's you mark them out. and silver. Yeah, that's so how you mark them out. They've, they've got that somewhere if they have a head, and if not, and like you, you've got you've got a beholder on a gap here, just trying to learn about the world, and it's trying it's trying to keep it's, it's like it's got a fake eye stuck on the side of its head, and it's trying to keep all of its eye stuck underneath its hat. <laughs> it's wearing those like you know those glasses that show you're awake when you're asleep. <laughs> over the eye. It's got those, but it's taken one of the lenses out, and it's putting it over the eye. Um, this sounds really charming. I was so like I was I was kind of kind of devoted to the idea of the uh, the ghost theme park, but mm. I, reckon, I reckon there's something here. Yeah, and like little adventures where you like um, I guess the the completion of the interview is the field test. Mm. Like you you take your selected ones out and you have a little adventure with them. Yeah, and, and that got, would be lovely. And you've got like and like you play you play the character who's who's going who's going out and 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 doing the hire the hiring. I guess like you just. Put it in D and D. Yeah, and you make leveling very hard, and dungeons quite difficult. And then all the mo- all, all all of your hirelings are actually non-humanoid monstrous races who just wanted to take part. Yeah, they just want to be on the right side for once, you know. Yeah. They don't want to be they want to be slaughtered in their thousands. So they want to make a quid out of it. Tired of living in the dungeon. I want to put on a coat and trousers. <laughs> it's been thirty years since I've seen metal. It's just stone. I've eaten the lamps. I'm ravenous! Good lord, is that a train yard? <laughs> I'll, you, I'll catch up! <laughs> Daryl, look! Everything's that, metal! 
and the coat flies to the ground and they're, they're crawling around they're, they're, they're rubbing their horrible antenna all over everything yes. fucking yeah <laughs> this is great do you remember it was like this at Antigua once <laughs> so yeah the game is um, perfectly normal hireling simulator that's the one Mm-hmm. It's got you play, to be. You play a uh, an overworked adventurers guild, trying just just trying to get some people in, just trying to make it work. There's there's too many dungeons around here. It's lousy with dungeons, and mm-hmm. it's either hire these obvious monsters mm-hmm. or a farmhand who's an idiot. How cute would the beholder in disguise be? Though? Oh my god! And I'd he's like he's that. like he's sure it's working. I think like everything's kind of chibi looking. Yeah, every, everything's a little bit cuter than normal. Yeah, everything's rounded and like and like like you still got like a gore covered owl bear, but it looks like it's from Steven Universe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a great deal. And That's like the game. one day it's just a full ancient red dragon, but like he's bought his own his own uh, hireling outfit because he's killed so many. Like they're just littering the <laughs> he's put on his horde. pants. He's put on leather trousers and he's got the domed hat and he's bought his own spear that's made up of like 50 spears glued together. So it's you just can't like tell him no. Tiny. Yeah, you can't tell him no. And, he's a red and dragon. They'll kill you. Well, we, we were looking at going through the worm tunnels. I would be of great assistance there. I and made them. They're five foot across and you are, you are the perfectly normal size of a human male. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you are the perfectly normal size for a human male. When do we leave, mortal? Yeah, I like that. Do you have any idea who my dad is? And you get so much of pricks about it. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes, perfect, brilliant, love it. Perfectly it's normal human hireling simulator. Yep, um, it's it's going to be published. It's going to be a Darkest Dungeon style game, but with also some light football manager overtones. <laughs> and plus you've got an orc. That's like orc borderline allowed in a party as it is. Yeah, but like he's just gone. You know what? I reckon I can get away with this more if I'm a gnome. <laughs> so he's like he's he's just like he's on he's his got, knees with his he's shoes. Got shoes on his knees. Yeah, shoes on his knees, and he's just glued a load of cogs to himself. Oh, hello! I'm one of them gnomes. <laughs> oh, I built an owl out of a toaster. Can I come and play with you? <laughs> oh, I wacky. Got a little hat on. <laughs> See, it jingles. Perfect. So I guess it's kind of a five E hack, which is a first for us. Yeah. Hang on a sec, sorry. Are you, you good? Do you get it out? Mm. Oh, I think I lost a tooth. Yeah, that's for the best. Um, it's a it's a five it's a five E hack, um, which we which we tend not to do, but needs be when the devil sorry, cries. We can run it in fourth edition. Oh nah, nah, that's, that's that's a mugs game. I'll buy that. <laughs> um, we uh, we love you a great deal. We love this game, and we love the idea of a beholder in a little hat. Yeah, and he's and he's, he's he's maybe he's maybe just like tied a pair of trousers around his in inverted commas waist and stapled some shoes to the bottom. So he, like, he, he, he has to remember to, he has to remember to hover at leg height. There's a there's a string tied to the hem of each of each leg that goes to one oh. of the eye stalks. Oh, he's so that making when, them walk. So that when he when he just like gyrates the eyes, the legs look like they're going up and down. He's doing he, he's doing he's doing the Muppet hustle. Yeah, and Daryl and the Prime, um, Rust Monster. I don't, we didn't have a name mm-hmm. for the main one. I love yeah. them. Yeah, they're pretty cool. We love them. They're great. If you like them, give us some money. All right. <laughs> it's just how it works. You like a this thing, is... you pay a thing. Yeah, you pay it. Welcome to capitalism, baby. You can go to patreon.com forward slash hearty dice friends and give us some of that cold hard cash that we need to keep the yucks coming. <laughs> we will shower you in yucks. Yeah. If you shower us, shower us in dollars. Bucks. Oh, shit. Bucks for yucks. Uh, you also get to hang out in the Discord, which is lovely, uh, which is where we get most of our stuff from, really. Yeah. And I presume most of the listeners are already there. Anywho. Hey. Hi. We love you. Uh, we're going to go. We're going to go now. Uh, I'm going to get back to writing books. And Chris is going to, I presume, edit this podcast together. Yeah, it'd be weird if I didn't. Yeah. Well, it's got to come out today. There's a lot of shit that needs to get out of this. So, yeah. Wow. Bye. (laughs) Bye.